It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin said a lot of things Monday without saying really anything. We'll talk about that and big boards. We're going to look at which other players in the top 25 players the Steelers will be looking at in the first round. I'm Chris Carter, host of the Lockdown Steelers podcast, joined by Wes Euler of Steeler Nation Radio in the Ears and Beers podcast. It's going to be a fun episode. Let's get into it. You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. As always, you can find this show on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, and YouTube. If you're watching this video on YouTube, hit the like button on the video. Hit the subscribe button to our YouTube channel to get all of our daily Monday through Friday episodes, as well as our breaking news updates, and sometimes our bonus episodes like we had this weekend. Joining me today, as always, during the week, we've got our man Wes Euler from Steeler Nation Radio, and of course, the Ears and Beers podcast with Adam Crowley. Wes, what's up, man? Mr. Carter, we finally made it. It's draft week. God bless the NFL. We're just about to have a bunch of content dropped right in our laps, baby. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be finally this will be over with so we can be done with mock drafts and everything else. But, Wes, before we get into our big boards, because we're going to do our top 25 big boards rankings and we're going to debate which players fall where and debate things like that, I wanted to address Mike Tomlin and Kevin Colbert talking at Heinz Field on Monday, which they did. I was on hand for. I asked them questions and everything. And let me tell you something. They said a lot of things. There were a lot of words said in that transcript. But nothing was actually said, which is exactly the way they want it. Yeah, I listen, I don't know what to tell people other than if you went into, you know, if you went to listen to Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin today, if you went and read some of the things that they said, expecting some bombshells, expecting some incredible insight as to what the Steelers are thinking about doing on Thursday night and beyond. You're just kidding yourself. Every head coach, every GM does this. It's part of the job requirement. It's part of the game. It's part of the smoke and mirrors. And just because Kevin Colbert mentioned the seventh overall pick doesn't mm-hmm. mean that the Steelers are dialed in on trading up with the New York Giants to the seventh overall pick. They have done this, Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin, together what, 14, 15 times just together yeah. alone. They know what they're doing. They're calculated. You're, you're, you're never going to get much from these types of things. So don't really put any stock into anything they said, except for when Mike Tom was talking about sweet tea. I don't think he was lying there. <laughs> when he said he he bases where he goes sometimes on sweet on the best sweet tea. That was I don't think he was lying funny. there. That was the one truthful thing. <laughs> yeah, I'll say that. Um, 
uh, the a, a few takeaways that I had were basically this was why the Steelers signed in free agency the way they did. They wanted to make it so they could go into this draft, this, this pre-draft process and be like, yeah, we have starters in their position. We could go this way. We can go that way. We can go this way. We can go that way. We can go every which way we want and it doesn't matter. And you yeah. can you can pretend like you know, but you don't. Um, and that's what I've said a million times. Like, I think they're going this way, but I'm not sure because they can go a billion different directions and that's the way they want it. It's not easy, easy to predict where they'll be going. And if you, if you say, if you're saying, you know, which way they'll go, unless you are, you are in the front office with them, you don't actually, you're just guessing. And if you get it right, you'll be, you'll be thumping your chest and it's like, okay, but you were guessing just like the rest of us. Yeah. Um, but uh, the only other thing I thought that was actually of, of some consequence was uh, Mike Tomlin, you when asked about Stefan to its status. Tuit, and, yeah. Yeah, he did say he's doing well, um, but he didn't see he wouldn't say give any update on if he's in the building or not. I was actually talking to Jim Wexel about this longtime Steelers beat writer, and we both were talking and we kind of kind of came together on this thought, like, what if Stefan Tuitt has been working out this entire time and the Steelers just aren't telling anyone? And the whole idea possibility. And it's just a way of, of making people think, oh, they're desperate for a defensive lineman in this NFL draft to, again, further cloud their uh, their draft possibilities. And then you go into, you know, then like say like Monday or Tuesday, whenever the players do some more voluntary workouts after the draft process is over, all of a sudden you see Stefan to in those pictures and you're like, oh, he's fine. But it doesn't matter anymore because there's nothing anybody else can do. I thought that was a, a funny thing to uh, to at least kind of like look at and say, oh, that could be a thing. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I think you're absolutely spot on there. That was one of the things that, I guess, raised my ears as well, too. Made my ears prick up, if you will, mm -hmm. um, when he was asked about Stefan Tuitt and kind of the similar non-committal but kind of committal answer right. that we've heard from Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin this offseason. I'll say this, though, Chris. I think you're right. Like, I'm still not going to worry about Stefan to it. If we get to mini camp and OTAs in a couple months and he's not around and it's That's still different. that same kind of vague answer, then yeah. I will start to worry. But I'm, I'm just, I'm not going to put the cart before the horse in that regard. I think like you've said, there's, there's a lot of different teams are trying to send messages and mix signals and, and all these different things. Let's, let's make it through the draft. Let's get to May and June and get into some mini camps and OTAs. And then we'll go from there. Absolutely. Now let's get right to what we were talking about, our big boards. Now, okay, what we're going to do in this segment, we're going to go through our top 15. So let's start with our one through five. Wes, my one through five big board right here. And again, these, are, these aren't players that the Steelers realistically picked. This is like if they were picking every single pick in the NFL draft, which is how the Steelers do their big boards. Correct. This is, this is, this is who I'd go. Travon Walker is my one. I Kim is my two. I, Aiden Hutchinson is my three. Evan Neal is my four. And Ahmad Gardner is my five. Who are your top five? We got the same five, just in a little oh, bit wow. of a different, just in a little bit of a different order. Uh, I have Aiden Hutchinson one. I have Evan Neal two. I have Aquanu three. Trayvon Walker four, and Mister Sauce Gardner five. Wow, we are very close there. All right, so there's our top five. Now, the, after that, the next five, six through ten, I have Kayvon Thibodeau at, Thibodeau at six, Kyle Hamilton at seven, Jermaine Johnson, edge rusher from Florida State, at eight, Derek Stingley Jr. at nine, and wide receiver Jamison Williams at ten. Who are your who who are your next five? Ooh, good. We got some. We got a couple of similarities here, but some differences as well too. Number six, I have Kyle Hamilton, safety from Notre Dame. Seven, Charles Cross, offensive okay. lineman from Mississippi State, tackle. Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau at eight, the edge rusher from Oregon. My guy, Devin Lloyd at ninth Ooh, linebacker out of Utah. And then same as you, Jamison Williams, wide receiver, Bama at 10. 
Very cool there. Okay, then our last five of our 15, 11 through 15, that's where I have Charles Cross at 11, Chris Olave at 12, Drake London at 13, Jordan Davis at 14, and Garrett Wilson at 15. Who are your last five there? I got Garrett Wilson at 11. I have Jermaine Johnson at 12, Derek Stingley Jr. at 13, Drake London at 14, and Chris Olave at 15. Interesting. Okay, so of these top 15 guys that you and I have listed here. A lot of them are the same names. Some of them are a little different. Of these top guys, who, if you had to pick two guys you think are the most likely to either fall down to the Steelers or be traded up for, who would they be? Ooh. Now, see, that might be different answers. To fall to the Steelers, to still be there, to still start there, to still be there potentially at 20, I would say Chris Olave and I would say Devin Lloyd are the two of my top 15 that I realistically think could still be there at 20 to trade up for Chris. Who now that gets interesting, right? I'm probably going to say sauce Garner and Derek Stingley jr. Out of, out of this. I'm not trading up for an offensive lineman. There's so many good wide receivers. I'm not trading up for one of those guys either. There's no quarterbacks in either of our top 15. So that's off the board. Um, If I'm going to trade up for one of the guys that we've talked about, I think I think it might be one of one of those two top corners. Okay. Oh, okay. you didn't expect you didn't expect that answer, did you? No, I see I, I've been on the Kyle Hamilton trade up train for a little bit. I, I, I like I like that too. I like that too, although you know, this is a separate conversation. I don't want to get away from what we're doing, but the Edmonds, you know, the, the strong safety, right. I think I'm just a little more I'm I'm willing to wait, try wait and fill that. out other areas first. Yeah. No, I saw and Colbert did say that much in one of his uh, in one of his statements was that like if there's a position where they feel two players are very close to each other in talent and in value uh they 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 will go with the position that they need more than the other uh you know in the, in that case so there's at least right. reveals there all right so if i were to go with two in my two um cuz our, our 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 top 15 are a little different i'm going Kyle Hamilton as my trade up guy Okay. And Jordan Davis is my drop down guy because some people Ooh, are yeah. just not high on the defensive line. And on the on the ultimate mock draft that we did of all the locked on hosts, Jordan Davis naturally fell to me at twenty, and I was like, "What do you think I'm gonna right? I'm running to the podium, I'm like I'm, check please." I'm that name, I'm writing that name on the card with the quickness, and I'm I'm jogging. I don't know if I'm sprinting, but I'm jogging to the podium. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a br- a briskful um uh, <laughs> exactly. a, a briskful I don't sprint anywhere anymore, Chris. All right, I'm 31 yeah, we're, years old. We're getting, we're getting older. Anywhere. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> who does that? Um, anyways, but let, we're gonna. Re- so those are our top 15. Now those are guys that we're projecting probably won't be around. What we're gonna do is reveal our next 10 and to finish out the top 25, and then we'll get to the nitty gritty of who the Steelers should or will take in this nfl draft we'll talk about that in just a second here on the locked on steelers podcast but first gonna talk to you guys about athletic greens athletic greens is one of my favorite products out there and i literally use it every single day they have this product called ag1 that it helps me if i don't have time to prepare all my meals or get the proper nutrients every i want every day ag1 is there to help with my gut health giving me more energy and optimized immune system and as an athletic it's helping me breathe a lot easier i've been on ag1 for about a month and a half now and i love it it doesn't taste like it's super healthy or as heavy to gulp down it's just a mild tropical taste that i actually look forward to every morning with one delicious scoop of athletic greens you're absorbing 75 high quality quality vitamins minerals whole food source superfoods probiotics and adaptogens to help you start your day right 
This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all the things. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day, and that's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. It just costs less than $3 a day and contains one less or less than one gram of sugar, and it supports better sleep quality. Trust me, it does. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs for your fir- with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. We're also brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your sports betting stats and information. You can find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, news, and including this year's NBA playoffs, the start of the Major League Baseball season, which is well underway, and the Stanley Cup playoffs, which are right around the corner. If you want to get in all the action, every night seems to be explosive in the NBA, and guess what? The NHL is going to be just as exciting when they get started. It's going to be a blast, so get to make your money by getting on BetOnline.net. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in the action when you visit Bet Online, where the game starts. And Wes, when we do back-to-back ad reads, we keep it rolling here with our, with, our, with the Locked On Steelers podcast. Again, I'm Chris Carter. He's Wes. You love Steelers Nation Radio. Wes, let's get back to our, our next five in our big board. Now, this is where the nitty-gritty starts to happen because now yep. these are the players we're projecting to legitimately be there for the Steelers to look at. So I'm going to go with my next five. At 16, that's where I have Devin Lloyd. At 17, I have Trent McDuffie, cornerback out of Washington. 18, cornerback out of Clemson, Andrew Booth Jr. 19 is where I have Malik Willis. And 20, I have Daxton Hill, who are your next five? Number 16, Trevor Penning, offensive tackle for you and I. 17, Jordan Davis, defensive tackle, Georgia. Uh, George Carlofitis at 18. Tyler Linderbaum, my former crush at 19. Uh, Devontae Wyatt, Jordan Davis's running mate at 20. Okay, very interesting there. I'm not a Trevor Penning guy, I have to say. I I I, I don't like how he gets bullied, uh, you know, on, with bull rushes. I don't like his bad attitude when he loses reps and it looks like he'll he'll take some bad penalties. I love his size and I love that he can get nasty at times, but I, that hasn't been enough for me. But there are teams out there that really like him, so I'd be really intrigued to see that. I I, I threw out George Karloftis on on on, on mine. Um, I don't have him anywhere on my top 25, but there's there's a lot of people who are very up and down, up and down about him. Some people have him top 10. Some people have him back end of the first round. Yeah, I you know what? He was an interesting one for me. Andrew Booth Jr. is another interesting one for me. I, I sometimes I talk myself into them being top 15 guys. Other times I do the kind of ah, are they are they top 20? Are they top 25 for me? Like the way that you have some doubts about Trevor Penning, I think that's kind of like I'm kind of in that department with Andrew Booth Jr. Maybe Trent McDuffie a little bit too. Like I think they're both good. Yeah. I just think corner has quietly become one of those positions. It's not nearly in the same stratosphere as quarterback, but that I think teams get a little thirsty for teams reach for a little bit just because it's a passing league. You got to have cornerbacks. I mean, there's so many talented wide receivers in the NFL right now. It's insane. Um, most of these teams have two, three guys that are legit. Um, so it is, it's, it's funny how all these things shake out. Uh, but yeah, so that was so twenty. Yeah, Devonte Wyatt twenty. Did you go to twenty five or just twenty there? I went to I went to twenty there. Okay, um, that's what yeah, I so, 
so 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 that's that's where we're at. So now is our 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 bottom twenty five. Last five here at twenty one. I have Lewis Seen, safety of Georgia. Twenty two. I have uh, offensive lineman Zion Johnson of Boston College. Twenty three. I have Nicobe Dean, linebacker of Georgia. Twenty four. I have def the defensive lineman Devontae Wyatt of Georgia. And twenty five. Kenny Pickett, quarterback of Pitt. Oh, hey, no, no homerism there. He's just being honest. Hey, hey, uh, if that was homerism, he would have been number one. All right. Well, so, that, so, ain't so. That the truth. <laughs> no, listen, if he was a homerism for you, he would have been number 13 or he would have been number hey, nine. Hey, all right? You know where I was going to go with that next. Ah. 21st, I've got Trent McDuffie. 22nd, Dax Hill. 23rd, yeah. Traylon Burks. 24th, yo boy, Andrew Booth Jr. And then 25th, a guy that you and I have discussed plenty, uh, both here on Locked On and on SNR, Zion Johnson. Where'd you have Malik Willis? 28. He's 20. my first quarterback at 28. Oh, wow. So so you have Malik Willis outside of the top 25. I do. I don't have any quarterbacks in the top 25. That's very interesting. So in your book, does that mean that if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, you don't draft a quarterback in the first round? Hmm. I If, if I'm Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin, okay, which I would be, just throwing it out there, all right. I'll take I'll take half of what you're paying them, Mister Rooney. Um, I I think I would take Malik Willis at twenty, and that would be it. I just okay. the upside is there enough for me to potentially um, dance with Malik Willis and take that chance. Everybody else, I just I don't know. I don't know if you want to get into this, so I'll be very brief. But I just the closer and closer we get, the more and more I hear about these guys, the Kenny Pickett's and the Desmond Ritters and some of the other. I keep hearing about. Oh, they're such fierce competitors. Oh, they're such great leaders. Oh, they just, they were winners in college. Okay. Like that's, that's the right. type of thing that we do about the, uh, he's a night when you're talking up one of your boys to a hot chick, right? You're like, right. oh, he's such a nice guy and he's got a great job you're and right. he's oh, you know, like you're, you're not talking about his looks. You're not talking about his teeth or his eyes or his hair, whatever. Mm -hmm. He's got nice abs. You're doing all this ancillary stuff. I don't care. Oh, he wins games. Oh, he's a fiery competitor. Who the hell in the NFL isn't a fiery competitor? And that was what, when Aditi Kinkabwala asked Tomlin about that very thing, um, you know, she was like, what is the main trait you look for in a quarterback? And yeah. he was like, nobody knows. And he, he, he's lying. He's lying. <laughs> and, and, and then, and then he, and then he said, you know what? I'll say competitive spirit. And he talked about, yeah. you know, you know right. that's back. more important than mobility and accuracy. I, exactly. So like, there's, there's things there, but they're not going to, they're not going to tip there because they're trying to keep their cards close to their chest. That's why they're playing exactly. that. That's exactly. why they're playing that game. So there you have it. Those are each of our top 25s. Um, Wes, Give me the three guys you're most excited about that are reasonable in the back end of your 25 that the Steelers could and should get. Okay, number one, Jordan Davis. Mm -hmm. uh, you and I have talked about him. I think we're both big fans. Yeah, I think same. he comes in and I think he comes in and he has an instant impact on the run game. And then you hope he grows from there. Um, but I tell you what, if, if he comes in and helps the run defense go from dead last, 32nd overall in the NFL to 14th, 15th. I, I think that that's a that's a hell of a pick there at twenty. Um, so he would be number one. Number two. Hmm. <laughs> number two, I'll go Devonte Wyatt. 
Okay. And you've kind of convinced me, like, if we would have done this exercise a couple weeks ago, I think I would have had him higher than 20th on my big board. Mm -hmm. You've kind of convinced me, though, about some of the, was he just a cog in the Georgia machine? He's 24 years old. You know, it's not like he's 20. It's not like he's Devin Bush doing what Devin Bush did at Michigan at age 20. You know, he's, I mean, Devin Bush could have gotten a a college degree in the, in the age difference from the time that he got drafted to when, uh, to when Wyatt was drafted. So I'll go Wyatt at two. And then can I cheat a little bit? Sure. I, the guy that I have at 26 that okay. I didn't say because he was the first one outside of my top 25 was Jahan Dotson. And I think okay. I, w- I would put him in, in that group as well, too. As much as I really like Traylon Burks and he was 23rd on my list, I don't know how his skill set fits the Steelers. You know, they, they need a speedier, more burner-wide receiver. Um, so that's who I'll go with. I'll go with the two Georgia defensive tackles. Um, I will uh, one, one being Davis, two being Wyatt. Uh, and then how about Jahan Dotson as well, too, for my three? That's that's very fair. If I'm going with my three of guys that I find reasonable on the back end of this of, of this right here, I, I'd start with I'd start with Andrew Booth Jr. because I, I think that uh, Trent McDuffie will be gone. Andrew Booth Jr. seems like the most likely cornerback that will be available to them. I think that he's a true cornerback one in this NFL draft class, and they need a cornerback one. That all they have is cornerback twos currently on the roster. Mm-hmm. I'd also go with, I mean, Jordan Davis is my top top, but I, 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 I just don't know if he makes it that far. Um, Daxton Hill is up there. And I, I explained before, I, I like Dax Hill more and more. I, I think that especially with drafting Terrell Edmonds, you have a, a true strong safety in him, a free safety in Minka. Dax Hill is your guy in the slot immediately and can then go, go into safety roles. It would give the defense a lot of flexibility, a lot of athleticism, and eventually he can become one of your start, your starting safeties, uh, you know, over Edmonds over time uh, and, and help yourself out there. So could play some big nickel this year. Yeah, so and that's where I see Dax Hill truly coming in. He he's also good at blitzing the quarterback. Um, I talk about that on, or I wrote about that for DK Pittsburgh Sports as well for 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 Tuesday. So go check that out with Carter's classroom. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I like Dax Hill, Andrew Booth Jr., Jordan Davis. Um, but again, if he if he's not there, and then I'll throw in third. That's where I'll throw in Malik Willis because you know in my big board I have him at nineteen. If he were to be to land there. That's a that's a if, if he's there, I'm like, you know what? I'm not mad at taking him at 20. Like you said before, he's the one quarterback right, who I right. think is worth that spot. I just don't think he actually will be there. Remember, these big boards are how we would pick these guys if we had every pick, not how they'll actually pick them. And actually, I uh, you know, I asked Mike Tomlin about that, you know, and asking them, like, hey, what's you know, you know, you know, I he's I just say you told us back in the Georgia's pro day that Jordan Davis probably ain't going to be around when you guys pick, you know, so what do you know, how many dynamic defensive players are there in this class that can be available to you guys if you stay put right. at 20 and does that compute for you guys as part of your plans? And he said, we don't spec, we don't put a lot of, a lot of worry into speculation about what other people will do. We decide what we will do and we go from there because when you do when you worry about what other people do, you waste your time. So um, that, that's part of how the Steelers operate. And uh, I thought he gave a very coordinated answer answer there. I'm really I'm really interested to see how this board falls. But we both have very similar top 25s. You know, some mm-hmm. some changes here and there. But the bottom line is, there's I, I like I've said all along, there's going to be some serious playmakers available available at 20 who could become instant playmakers for the Steelers and maybe even pillar players going to, to this first step of the post Ben Roethlisberger era. Yeah, no, 100. That's the thing with this draft, Chris. It sounds weird, but you know, there was a lot of talk about the St- at, at points throughout the season how the Steelers should just tank and just focus on the draft. Of all the of all the years that you would want to tank to try and get a better pick, like I don't know if this is the year this to do that. This wasn't the year, no. Because hey, I mean, don't get me wrong. 
a lot of the, a lot of the offensive tackles, Trayvon Walker, Sauce Gardner, right? I mean, there's there's some dudes without a doubt, but I think there is there's real depth in this draft. That's the best way to put it. There's not there's not the Joe Burrow, there's not the Trevor Lawrence, there's not right. even I don't think like a like a Saquon Barkley was viewed when he was coming out of the draft. Like there's yeah. not playmakers like that. I don't think at the top of this draft. There is some real like that. The middle class of this draft, I think, is as, as strong as, as we've seen in some time. And so, hey, if you're picking at 20, it's a good place to be because you're going to have some some real talent there. There certainly will be talent there. And there's a specific way that I think the Steelers could address things talent wise in this NFL draft to set themselves up next year. And it kind of it revolves around the quarterback position, but maybe not in the way that a lot of fans are talking about right now. We'll talk about that in just a minute here on the Lockdown Steelers podcast. But first, I got to talk to you guys about RockAuto.com. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend thirty percent, fifty percent, even hundred percent more for the same parts from a chain store car dealership? For example, the Honda Odyssey fuel pump can be three hundred and fifty-three dollars from a chain store, but two hundred and sixteen dollars when you visit RockAuto.com. Rock Auto is a family-owned business serving do-it-yourselfers for over twenty years. Rock Auto's prices are reliably low for every customer and they have everything you could need from brake parts to tail lamps to motor oil and even new carpet. So go explore their easy-to-use website today, and, and, and you'll find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Be sure to write locked on in there. How did you see about it? How did you hear about us, Box, so that they know that we sent you? Amazing selection, reliable low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, Look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm Chris Carter. He's Wesley Euler. We're talking all things Pittsburgh Steelers NFL draft. We just gave you our top 25 big boards on the Steelers. And I want to go, and we've talked about who we could be the, those guys that are reasonably there, who we're ranking, who could fall there. But, Wes, there's a lot of talk about getting a quarterback. There's a lot of talk about getting the defense. But shouldn't there be an effort to give the Steelers, guy, the guy who the Steelers paid to be a quarterback, at least for this year and next year, Mitch Trubisky, getting, getting him some more help. We had a caller call into the show. And again, you can call in at any point in time, leave a voicemail for the show at 412-223-6644. Um, and if you leave that voicemail, you leave your name and where you're from and your, and your question, please keep it under a minute. Um, uh, <laughs> you, you, you do, you do that and you'll get, you'll get a chance to get on the show based on how we are able to do questions. We're sorry. We can't get everyone all the time because there's a lot of guys, a lot of guys and girls calling and asking questions. But today we have our claims from our, our question from James from Buffalo. Buffalo, uh, who was asking about Mitch Trubisky. Hey, Chris, this is James uh, calling from Buffalo, Buffalo, New York. Uh, man, I, I just I enjoy the show. I've been listening for a while. Just wanted to give you guys a shout out. But hey, here's my question. So I've been all over the place, I guess, with uh, with this draft. One minute I want defense, one minute I want offense. But uh, I guess I'm on the offensive kick as of right now. I think we need to give 
Mr. Bisky, you know, some weapons, put some things around him. The defense looks like it's going to be good. Obviously, we got some stars over there. But if we can just give Mitch all that he can can have, and, some, and I think in a sense, I just think we need to get a receiver in a, maybe the first round, and I would love to get that uh, Ken, Kenneth Walker, the running back in the second round, and just give him a running back and a, and a, and a stud receiver. That way we can uh, solidify that running back and, uh, and you know, have some nice receivers around him. Just to get him all the talent he can he can have, and got to keep up with some some big time offices in the AFC. So that's just my opinion, and uh, thanks for taking the call. Have a good one. And thank you, James, for your question from Buffalo. I, I do agree that the Steelers need to add playmakers on offense. Now, you, I will, I will say, there's no way they're getting Kenneth Walker. He's 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 going to go, I think, second or third round at the at the highest. Uh, the Steelers have Najee Harris. They're not they spending a running back that high. They're, yeah. they're not taking a running back that high. I do think there's a chance they take a running back in the uh, in day three, fourth, fifth, sixth round. You know, maybe seventh round. It depends if they tra- if they trade up somewhere. I do think a running back gets added at some point in this draft class. They're not adding one of those guys though that early. But receiver is a very important position of need. The Steelers, like I've said before, Deontay Johnson, he's in his contract year. Chase Claypool has been meh. Um, you know, at least at least through his two years, he has potential, but we don't know if he'll reach it. They signed Miles Boykin, meh, um, and uh, they need answers at that position. It seems to me that that would be an ideal thing to do in this draft class: get two wide receivers, playmakers that could give Mitch Trubisky something something exciting to work with, so that maybe you can have some more explosive plays on offense. Yeah, I I completely James right that was his name. I yes. I complete I completely agree. Like we've we've been doing a lot of this leading up to the draft, you know, what's your and, and be realistic, but what's your best case scenario for the Steelers at pick 20 and pick 52? For me, it's that you come away with a defensive lineman and a wide receiver. And yeah. so maybe it's, you know, first round is Jordan Davis, second round is Sky Moore. Right. Right? Or it's first round is Chris Olave, second round is Travis Jones. Right. Like that to me is the ideal scenario because if I'm looking into a crystal ball, right, if we're looking down the road and we get to November, we get to December, and the Steelers are winning games, the Steelers are in a division hunt, all that stuff, they're having a successful season. To me, Chris, it's be, it's going to be because, one, the defense is one of the truly elite units in the NFL, like one of the mm-hmm. best three units in the National Seriously, Football League. Elite. And two, that they have an offense where Mitch Trubisky is able to function. They can run the ball. They can mm-hmm. hit the occasional play action to the wide receiver. And an offense that is very much a function of the run game and hitting some big plays and relying on your playmakers. And so because of all that, yeah, like the ideal scenario, like if we're really, if I'm really going to narrow this down, it pick 20 for me, I think it's Jordan Davis. Or I think it's Chris Olave. Maybe you get lucky and Jamison Williams falls to you. I don't see that happening. Right. Um, but I think that's like that's my ideal scenario at pick twenty. Is you add Olave or you add Jordan Davis, and then whichever one, whichever way you go, you go the the other way in round two. But I'm with James completely. I think Mitch Trubisky. There's enough on this offense right now that they can get some good things done. The one thing maybe that's missing, though, is, is is another wide receiver. You got the tight ends. The offensive line should be much better. Najee's going into his second year. Still feels like you need more in that wide receiver room, though. So I, so I completely agree. And that's when 
you start to project, all right, if the Steelers are going to have a good year, if they're going to be in the hunt down the stretch, if they're going to win double-digit games, if they're maybe going to contend for a division title and certainly at least make the playoffs, that's how it feels like it all has to shake out. I, I agree. You, you need because if you need playmakers on offense, and another thing to remember is, you know, a lot of times the Steelers were able to dink and dunk their way down the field because Ben Roethlisberger was able to do that. With Mr. Bisky, you don't want him making as many reads throughout a game. Correct. You, you want more of those plays to just be explosive. Like, hey, they sold out on the run. This guy was wide open. He hit him deep. Get more explosive plays. Like make when three- Jared Goff was having success with the Rams. That's exactly. that's how it was. Like he, he, 17, 18, Goff with the Rams. That's what mm-hmm. you described as exactly what McVay and company did with Jared Goff. I mean, and it worked. They made it to a Super Bowl. Exactly. And that's my whole point here is that Mitch Trubisky isn't going to be thought of to be the field general that just dissects defenses left and right. But he's going to be expected to be like, hey, we're creating these big play opportunities for you. You need the arm and the legs to make them happen when they're there. And I I think that's going to be the big challenge of his legacy in Pittsburgh and and his legacy for the rest of the time in the NFL. You know, you're not a you're not a big, big name quarterback who's going to make consistent plays for an an entire season. But you're a guy who is smart enough to understand when to take those type of shots and they're going to trust you and give you those opportunities. So it's going to be important to give him players who best open up yeah. those opportunities for big plays like Chris Olave, like J- Jameis Williams. And Hey, I'd say even Traylon Burks, if he, if he's somewhere around that range, just depends on, you know, tra- can Traylon Burks be the explosive player? He, he, he was, he was in college for Arkansas. So, uh, we'll we'll see how that plays out. But uh, both of us agree with you, James, here uh, from the call-in line that, uh, that the, the, get, getting explosive offensive playmakers is in the decision. Outside of running back, that would be a much later decision, um, I think. Uh, but Wes and I are agree- in agreement on that. That's our question. That's our that's our show for today. Thanks so much for tuning into the Locked On Steelers podcast. Uh, we appreciate everyone who calls in and leaves and leaves voicemails. Again, we only have so much time on this show, so we're sorry if we don't get to you right away. We try to we'll try to get to you as much as we can leading up to the draft and so on and so forth. But uh, we also want to thank Wes Euler for making time to come on this show every week. He's a, he's a he's a treasured guest. We do he does great work all the time in his job. He also does great work when he pops up on this on this show. Let people can find you, follow you, get more of your work, Wes. Yeah, uh, host, co-host of Steelers Blitz with Arthur Motes on, on Steelers Nation Radio. Um, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts, Steelers Blitz. Uh, you can listen to us live at noon uh, on Steelers.com, on the Steelers app, iHeart website, iHeart app as well, too. If you are a tortured WVU soul like me, Ears and Beers podcast for all your Mountaineer uh, sports talk. And I should plug it here, Chris. Um, we've got special coverage, Ooh. 25 extra live hours of programming on SNR for the NFL toot, draft. Toot. So Thursday night from seven o'clock to midnight, it's going to be a combination of myself, Arthur Motes, Dale Lawley, Matt Williamson. We're going to be joined by Alan Fanica at points. We're going to be joined by Craig Wolfley and Tom Bradley at points, but Thursday night from seven o'clock to midnight, SNR will have live coverage the whole way Friday, same time slot i believe uh seven o'clock to midnight and then saturday from noon until seven so um that's a lineup come 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 get your fixings it's it's something like 21 23 live pro or 11 to 7 on saturday pardon me so it's we got crazy live wall-to-wall programming so you know if, if you're sitting there and you're just looking for something to have on in the background instant analysis reactions we a lot of times too say Let's go hypothetical here and say the Steelers pick, um, you know, they they pick Devin Lloyd at pick right. 20. 
a lot of times we get their position coaches. So we'll get Jerry O on the show 20 minutes later to talk about Devin Lloyd. It's it's really cool. Nice. So uh so SNR for all your live coverage throughout the draft if you're uh you know if you're looking for instant reaction and analysis and interviews and all that stuff. That's awesome. Do check out. They do amazing work at SNR. Um, hey, I, I appreciate when y'all, you and Moats have me on every Monday. Uh, yes, sir. You know, for, 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 the, for the show. So I appreciate hey, we might y'all. Have to, we might have to call you Thursday or Friday or Saturday. We're going to have some time to kill. Hey, man, hit me up, man. I'll be I'll be around. Uh, but, uh, but again, thank you, Wes, for joining the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. You can, uh, you can see this show on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, and YouTube. Like this video if you, if you enjoyed it. Subscribe to our YouTube channel to get all of our daily episodes Monday through Friday, as well as our bonus episodes and our breaking news updates. Thanks again to Wes for joining us. we got Tony Serino on tomorrow talking about your Pittsburgh Steelers. We'll see you then. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.